Welcome to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Good morning and welcome to Organize Anything. My name is Krista Cook and we are speaking with Colette Robichaud, the organizing coach. Today, we are speaking about modern day etiquette. Now, many people think that etiquette is outdated and unnecessary in their lives today. Although not everyone needs to know where the salad fork goes now, there's still ways to help with life's social tensions in our world. Today, we will talk about some modern-day etiquette tips. Good morning, Colette. Good morning, Krista. Great to chat with you again. And as you said, this uh, may not be conversations about what to do at the Victorian Tea, but really, etiquette is is a sign of respect, and that's what we want a little more of. People have questions about what's right and what's wrong. And we're just going to have, you know, a little conversation about what we think might be a little more appropriate because often in today's rushed world, we're, you know, we don't seem to be showing the respect that we used to. And also it gives us some parameters to know what to do. And a lot of times we don't quite feel uncomfortable knowing what to wear or what to do or things. So have some conversations to think about that a little bit. Well, that's good. And we can also reaffirm how some have been lost and which one, which one of those need to come back. Let's start off with a dinner party. How late is too late to serve a guest who is late? Well, I think we go back a step further about from being on your side about serving a guest that's too late to, you know, why is that person coming late to start? That That whole fashionably late thing, I think, really is not right. Because if you think of of the word respect. Is it respectful to the people you're attending to be fashionable late? It really isn't. If it's a cocktail uh, evening, maybe not so much because it's not a set time. And again, who's inviting to put some parameters around that. But when someone's serving dinner and there's some timing involved and some issues, I don't believe in it being fashionably late at all. It's disrespectful. You've got, you know, food that's being timed. People are really going out of their way to serve you. If there's going to be an issue, let them know. And often for you as the the host to say, hey, we're having cocktails between six and seven or seven and eight dinners at eight, you know, let people know. But it is perfectly acceptable for the host to go ahead and start serving dinner and just move along with the meal if the person doesn't show up. Wait a little bit, but often our meals are timed. We don't want to ruin it for the rest of the guests. So, no, it's, so it's, it's fine for you to, to just go ahead and, and not necessarily wait for long periods of time for your guests that you've invited. Okay, so let's say it's uh, 8.30 mm-hmm. and Bob just showed up. Mm-hmm. Does he just sort of pick up where everyone else is? I mean, it's not like he's going to get the appetizer and entree. Well, actually, yeah, it is or okay just to pick up it? and put it okay. in, and, and just put him in if you have the appetizer and whatever ready. But the best thing is just to have him join in and serve as if you were serving the rest of your guests. And if you have the ability after the rest of your guests aren't aren't thrown off, because again, why will we be disturbing all your other guests mm-hmm. and throwing them off? when it's someone else's. So I say serve along, serve whatever course you're on and go along. And if you have the ability and the time then, but again, often that's too difficult. And as a good person who's arriving late and there's an issue, say, just, just, I'll just fit in where it's going and we'll just start, keep going along with that. Because you want things to be smooth from both ends. And things do happen. But there's always a telephone. We're never far from a telephone these days. Letting people know to go ahead without you. All of that sort of thing. And as the host, people have a good time. If you're having a good time so you want to make it simple for yourself to deal with these things and not have meals that are so complicated that you're going to be stressed out and you know not be able to deal with some of these situations okay and that's fair now what if a friend of yours or friend 
brings a bottle of wine to the dinner party. Yeah, quite common. Do I have to open that? Not at all. When it's brought, when a bottle of wine is brought to you, it's brought as a gift, so you can choose to open that or not. Often, uh, a host decides, you know, and depending on your wine knowledge, some people might say, you know, really be very specific about the wines with each meal, or you have one or two or whatever, but you are not required to open that bottle of wine. That is a gift. You can choose to or not, and a lot of times that bottle of wine might not go with anything that you're serving, so you just say thank you very much and set it aside and and just serve. I know when we have dinner parties, we choose the wine by the course. And if someone's bringing something else, it, it might not be appropriate. But there's no need for you to open that. But um, another note with that is it's always appropriate to bring a, bring, a, bring a gift when you're going to someone's home. Yes, for sure. Now... It doesn't have to be wine. Yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, think about it. When you're, you know, some people don't drink for religious exactly. reasons or all kinds of yes. reasons. So the the idea is to bring something that's thoughtful to them. In the past, I've brought dog biscuits to people. I've brought fresh flowers. I've brought all, you know, all kinds of different things. So bring a, a gift that's pertinent to them. I've brought uh, stickers for their children to play with. You know, like it, it doesn't have to be a bottle of wine. But just, you know, be thoughtful. Like any gift, the gift needs to be appropriate to them. But you want to go with something. Okay. So as part of that, if you're going to a dinner party, I think... The thought has been you should have something for the hostess, not so much for the family unit or the kids or Yeah. But it does So does it need to be with all of like have I been wrong all these years? I guess I always bought something specifically for the hostess. You can go either and way. And now with I'm that. thinking, uh oh Well, you know, these days, honestly, most of us have too much stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. And we don't need anything. So if you want to bring something for the host, it's great. But if it is for a family member, here's a little treat or something else. I think the idea, personally, from my angle, is just bring a little something to show that you had a little thought. Okay. Okay. Gosh. Because, you know, for a lot of, you know, of people, the same gifts get brought and they may be things that they wouldn't use. So if you know, absolutely, it's something that might be neat for their child or, you know, they're a pet lover or something like that, why not? I agree. Sure. Sounds good to me. All right, so we've done the dinner party. Let's go lunchtime. Mm-hmm. A friend invites me to lunch. Do I presume because that friend invited me, they're paying? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Well, often the person who extends the invitation is the one that pays. But if you think of it a lot of, you know, girlfriend to girlfriend, yes. things like that, if we say let's do lunch, that's not quite the same thing. But no. if you're definitely inviting someone to lunch for business purposes or even, you know, just your networking or things like that, I would say, you know, there's a difference between I would like to invite you to lunch, will you have lunch with me, or or we should get together sometime. So, you know, that's the thing to think about there. Typically and always, if you are the invite, the person inviting, you pay. You okay. are you are you are the host. You are you are it's doing the same. That. Yeah, it is the same. So that's how you would react. And you know that brings me to another thing, sort of that modern day etiquette thing today. What you know today, our, our deeds and our words don't tend to match up. How many times do you say, "I'll call you for coffee," or um, or "I'm going to call you about lunch," and people never if do. I had so, a dollar for every time. <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of like it's become okay in our society to lie. You say, "I'll call you for lunch," and you don't. You it's don't. almost like saying goodbye or "I'll call yeah. you," whatever. So another form of that. That etiquette today is like really watch and see if your words and your your deeds match up. So I think it, that is the biggest advice that you could give anyone. It has nothing to do with organizing. It is true human behavior. 
And I, I just, I thank you for bringing that up because that is one of the biggest things people could improve. I, I think so. And it, it's something that we've just taken for granted. But, you know, it, if, if you don't want to have lunch with someone, that's fine. Just say goodbye. But don't be saying things that you don't want to do because your this. credibility and how people judge you is based a lot on what you say and do. And if, you know. It's if, your reputation. It it's is your, your reputation. Yeah, it, it is. Just so. That is really wise words. So, again, let's repeat that. Say what you mean. Yeah, so you have your words and deeds match. So if you're not going to call someone for lunch or or coffee, don't say let's do it. If you say that, you know, within a short period of time after that, make sure you're trying to initiate something. Say, even if it's for a timeout, I'll call you in December and we'll do that or whatever. But, yeah, don't say it if you don't mean it. How can I be considerate of neighbors? Now, this, of course, we've heard time and time again, parties get out of control. I'm not talking about, you know, yeehaw, 300 people in my house. But I've heard about your parties. (laughs) (laughs) You're having a party. Mm -hmm. I would speak to my neighbors. I would make sure that they knew. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the etiquette we've developed over the years in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We've known, you know, our neighbor had a a party to celebrate their daughter's engagement. You knew that that was going to be loud and Mm -hmm. and it was quite fine. Mm -hmm. Is it that simple? Just use common sense and... Common sense is often part of that etiquette and courtesy, but what happens to us today is, I don't know that we really have less common sense. We probably have it, but we're so rushed and pressed through our time that our intention to do these things, like Mm -hmm. I'll let the neighbors know, or I'll give them a phone call, or I'll get an email out, or I'll get that thank you note. Our intentions are good, but our behaviors don't follow through. So yeah, it's ideal to let the neighbors know. If possible, invite them. You can't always do that, but it's the best way to go. But just try and think about how you you could say, well, we'll have the party outside. You know, It's a nice day for this point, but then maybe the music goes down, we start bringing things in. Even within your own municipality, there are different laws Mm -hmm. on through the week or in the evenings how late there can be noise factors outside. You know, if if you have an annual party or if there's a wedding or special occasion, you let neighbors know, most of the time they're okay with that. You want to, you know, but you want to be the wrangler for your guests if they're getting astray. It's not just the noise factor, it's the parking. You know, think of those other extraneous issues that, that become a big deal. You know, so um, think about that a little bit. Let the neighbors know and, you know, be a good host and, and be good guests. Figure it out ahead of time on some of those things. Maybe you have your eldest son driving them home or you're arranging for taxis or things like that if it's, you know, different issues. But think ahead about what those issues could be, what issues have been in your neighborhood in the past, what neighbors have complained about, and just, mm-hmm. you know, let people know whether, oh, people are swimming in the swimming pool and that noise carries. But typically it's a noise issue more than anything else. And sometimes a parking issue. So think about specifically what the issues are and how you can deal with it. I know of people who've gone around when things went wrong the next day with a little note with a coffee card in it, right. you know, and things yeah. like that. Sort so thank you. Think, yeah, appreciate your yeah, understanding. Yeah. So, you know, again, it, it's never, you know, people don't get tired of hearing oh, thank you so much, you know, or an apology or things like that. And again, this goes back to common sense. We know that logically, but it's like, you know, our intentions, our behaviors don't match up. So, um, so you know, get to the things. If there is an issue, deal with it right away. Don't think by sort of closing your eyes and scooting out and whatever, it's going to go away. If there are any issues, always dress them, front, you know, front and center. Next day, go knock on the door and say, I'm sorry, thank you. Give them a little gift, whatever. All right, now this seems like common sense. I'm having that party and people show up I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
Now, the reason I bring this up, one of the things that seems to be happening now, thanks to all this lovely um, technology that we have, and it's more for younger folks. Absolutely, yeah. Is word of a party mm-hmm. spreads by cell phone, texting, mm-hmm. however, it mm-hmm. only takes very little time. And it has turned into bad situations. Absolutely. Why are people going to parties that they're not even invited to? Well, I think, (laughs) honestly, I think it always happened to a degree. But because now of the technology and the posting and the forwarding and all that sort of stuff, it can just happen. So it just, it just, you know, organically happens. But for parents of maybe younger people that, that this could happen, we have to be very careful about that. You have to be careful how it's going out there, how they're posting, how they're talking about it, because they are real issues. And these are issues when we talk about sort of that modern day etiquette and protocols. We have to be very careful about our postings on our Facebooks, our LinkedIn, what we're tweeting about. You know, um, hey, I'm just leaving for my trip to uh, Jamaica for a week. Please break yeah. into my house. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, we may say the first part, but the second part may be implied to certain people. So these are things that we have to think about as adults. We also have to be grooming our children, whether younger children or mm-hmm. adult children that are still in that range of not always thinking about those repercussions about what happens, what are the repercussions. So, you know, this is what we have to think about. It's planning to a degree. So if this goes out there. So it's tricky. It's still one of those things that things go sort of viral and it is a tricky scenario. Because the the folks that I know happen to, um, and it's using a couple different examples, Mm they themselves were just absolutely shocked that that would happen in terms. And I guess it, it... You know, obviously, we don't want that happening a lot. No. But for any of you that are listening, if you're not invited, you don't go. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to be invited, you know, maybe you... uh you you're going as a you know you're going as a guest or something like that that that's fine as a as a partner but usually people don't take another 10 people along or five people along you know call someone and give a heads up and then it is perfectly okay for the person on the other side to say oh i'm sorry our numbers are at capacity i can't handle any more something that's okay it is your party it's okay to say that so a little bit of planning and a little bit about being forthright with some of that sort of stuff and again courteous on both sides You're listening to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud. We'll be right back on 105.9 Seaside FM. This is Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Hello and welcome back. I'm here with Colette Robichaud, our organizing coach, and we're talking about modern day etiquette. Now, we've talked about parties, we've talked about being invited to lunch, we've talked about, uh, you know, what happens when uh, people show up at parties not invited. Let's talk about something that's got to be one of the biggest aggravations for most, cell phones. Yes. We all have a list of what we hate about cell phones in Mm -hmm. terms of etiquette. Mm -hmm. Where do we even begin on this one? Let's just start at the beginning. What is the first rule of etiquette if your phone rings and you're in public? 
Well, I guess it depends these days on where where public is. But well, you know, and I see public as anywhere mm-hmm. that you're not in your own home or you're not in your car. And the tendency is too that we all tend to speak a little louder on the cell phone, so it oh. becomes very <laughs> intrusive. You know, the old days we called it noise pollution, and now that <sighs> is what it is. You don't need to hear all this, but it's really. You know, like it's it, an epidemic here. It is. It hasn't gotten any better, and it, and we get back to talking about protocol etiquette. It's just it's respect for others and not knowing it. And you know, public is one thing, but when we you start to see it when it gets in some of those more closed scenarios like restaurants in mm-hmm. meetings, you're having lunch with your friends, you're having lunch. That the sort cell of, phones yeah. going. And you know, I just find that the you know the best scenario is to think of regularly turning it on or off or on vibrate. If you're waiting, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I have to wait in case it's from my kids and look at it. But the idea with that is to announce that and say, look, I, I'm going to have my cell phone here. I'm going to have it on vibrate. I'm yes. going to look at it because I always want to know what's going on with my kids. But again, we go back to that thing that, you know, like, we what weren't... Did we did- what did we do before we had I know. this phone? And that's table. for us because we were older, right? But for other people, the communication exists. What's your problem? You know, I need to know where my kids are. I need to know what's going on in case of whatever. I need to put little, you know, brain chips. That probably will be happening. That will be the next thing. We'll but, be able to watch them on the computer. Yeah. But to be discreet, you know, when you are at a restaurant with someone, when you're, you know, in a meeting, you want to pay close attention to that person. That's what it's about. And it, and, and it can be a sign of being disrespectful. But do I have the right, if I'm in a restaurant and mm-hmm. I'm paying for a really nice meal, mm-hmm. do I have any right that the person next to me decided to answer his phone, is being very loud, and, you know, frankly, I don't give a darn what he's talking about, but right. it's really aggravating, and it's ruining the atmosphere. That's very difficult. It but is. It what is, do you do? It is really tricky. What I would do is I would I would mention it to the server and yes. see if they can deal with it yep. because a lot of times they can do a little more discreetly uh, than than you can and the person isn't thinking about it. But it, it is. It's ruining it for a lot of people. And the more we talk about it, the more we hope it gets out there. But it seems like it's getting worse at all times. It's just as though people are oblivious. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like they're in their world of the cell phone. Um, it doesn't matter where you are. You are hearing conversations about people's lives, and you mm-hmm. sort of go, that's all you have to talk about on the phone. Why are you on the phone in the first place? But anyway, what answering I tend to, it, too, yeah. just drives me insane, especially you're on a bus. Yeah. Hello. Exactly. Everybody's now listening. Yeah. But you you know, again you can lead by example if you're with a group of gals and you're all sitting mm-hmm. out, it's like, Oh, I'm just gonna put my phone and vibrate. I've got you know, so sort of announce it everyone, yeah, I'll do that as well or something like that, just to know that and you it, know it's we, become commonplace, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Meetings, they'll say, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at a workshop or something, everything's always please turn your cell phones mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um and then you'll hear cell phones ring and you'll think why didn't they turn it off? Well, people forget. You know, I think we've all been there. You thought it was off. It's, it's not. You know, it, it's another thing to remember. But, uh, you know, it, it is one of those issues. I think it's like a lot of things. Let's just be discreet. You know, if you're sitting across from someone at home, you've invited them in for a cup of tea, you know, and you're answering the phone every five minutes, you know, while they're there or something like that. You know, it's just, well, what is this? This isn't about me. It's not, it's you know. And, it's, and it goes from beyond the cell phone is, you know, for us reading our messages and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. texting. So something to be conscious of. We can uh, typically can't change the behaviors of others, but we can contemplate it for ourselves 
and even you know it goes on beyond that in the car the so the safety oh, issues with that as well I'm so at sorry. least we're dealing with that a little bit more now but even the headset you know the research doesn't show any difference between using the headset or I not i am seeing so many people still speaking on their cell phones driving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you I, you wouldn't really think that there was a law in place every day i can say i see somebody speaking on a cell phone mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've we've got this idea of immediacy that's come up with that. And, again, I just think we have to think bigger picture, get back to respect for others and people in our community. And that's what, you know, we're talking about today, today's etiquette. And cell phone is definitely one that we had to pick one area that's out of control. It is. It, that That's definitely the one. I totally, totally have to say that is my biggest pet peeve in terms of etiquette today. Now, something else. Call it old-fashioned. Writing a thank you card for a gift. Mm Does that ever get out of date? I mean, that's always good, isn't it? I, I think it is absolutely always good. And as far as standing out right now and making a good impression, you know, a lot of times I'm coaching people in business and they're, you know, networking and trying to make an impression and have people think well of them. And, and you can't beat a thank you card, a thank you note. People will say, well, what about email? It's like email is great. There's nothing wrong with it. But oh, the idea gosh, of getting an get actual thank, thank you, you note card in yes. the mail. Yeah, courtesy I, of your post office. Absolutely. I, I, just, I just got one from a client actually two days ago. I was helping her. Uh, she was entertaining at home, having a, a dinner party, and I was in helping her rearrange furniture, plan the meal, do all this sort of stuff. And she wrote me a lovely little note saying how well it went and what how people commented on the things. And I tell you, I was just delighted. And she could have easily sent me an email as well. But it would it, not have it, had that big it of was, impact. It was it? very sweet, and I felt very special. And that's what we want to do. If exactly. you're looking at ways to make other people people feel special this is a great way to go and honestly it doesn't take that much more more time if you're prepared and organized as you know one of the things we talk about to have a few extra thank you notes have the stamps right there and pop it on available anywhere absolutely and i'll tell you a little note of what i do is how i start my day a lot of times i start my day on email but the first question i start start by asking is there anyone i need to thank for something tomorrow i like to start from an idea of gratitude and if I can say, who can I send a thank you to, whether it is by email or th- sending a thank you card, that's a lot of the times how I start my, my work day and my business day. And what a great foundation to start from an area of gratitude. And, it, and no matter what is in the inbox of all the stuff you have to deal with, that's how I try to think of starting. Who do I need to thank? And that's my place. Maybe some days there's not. And that's how I started. And that's the way I, 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 uh, I start my day. And it's, it seems to work really well for me. That's actually a very good idea. And it puts you right in the space you need to be Mm. and uh, it's a good place to be for the rest of your day now casual fridays big fundraising for a lot of companies Mm -hmm. you know casual day fridays can we talk about dress code and sort of um, some of the perhaps how shall we say some of the interesting outfits that Mm -hmm. can be worn Mm -hmm. business casual how would you describe business casual well, let me let me go back one step to say that this is another outside of cell phones. This is one the area that comes up a lot with the uh, businesses I work with. Employers are very surprised at how people are interviewing. They're surprised at how they're they are in in the workplace. I I teach classes at universities on you know executive presence and how to get ready for job interviews and things like that. And people aren't getting it and they don't know when there is a a, a culture of what in your uh, in the workplace of what. Business 
business casual is you have to figure that out. If there's a written dress code, see what it is. It should be explicit and let you know. But you want to you want to follow along. But if you're new, that's that's a little bit little bit yes. tricky. But the things that we know, it's not it. You know, just to get yeah. to the basics, are it's not flip flops. It's not you know shorts. Sh- shorts. It's not you know little things that your belly may be sticking yeah, out. It's not showing cleavage. It's really whatever it is. If you if you ever say, oh, I don't know if this is right, don't. It's not right. It's not. That's the whole thing. <laughs> if you're new in a company, always dress up. You know, if you want to yeah. succeed in a company, dress uh, at the the stature of what the people are above you are dressing. If you want to move along, but if you are asking the question if this is right, it's a no. More of an issue typically for females, but the guys, you know, it can be an, an issue as well. It's not, you know, big logo shirts or you know things with you know pictures on them and stuff like that. Better to be safe. And if you are someone, even if what I say, if if it's jeans day in your office, but you're a person who is out in sales and you're calling other people, you're not going to let someone know it's jeans day. Or if you're dressing yes. on casual day for a reason and you're out calling on people, you can have a real effect on your clients because we know that people make a decision about you in the first seven seconds of looking at you. So it's great that there's business or jeans day or casual day or whatever, but really get clear about what that is saying all, all around. And sometimes you might want to choose to forfeit that. So know, again, answering the yes. question, know what the dress code is explicitly within the company. If they don't have it, just tend to be very, very careful at first and play up to the top end of what that is. Good. Now, is there any kind of etiquette when it comes to our pets? Absolutely, because we were talking about how, uh, in, an, in another show, how pets are our family members yes, and things course. like that. And but I've actually been um, somewhere where someone... Uh, without asking, brought their pet to a dinner party and actually sat with their pet on their lap. Again, this is a little purse dog, very Seriously? small. But this actually happened oh, without my asking. My mouth would have just been open. Yeah. So oh my gosh. this happens today. We love our pets. People are carrying them everywhere. They're in your purse or whatever. <laughs> but think about it. Outside of the normal customary pet of picking up after your pet, you cannot just walk into a store with your pet unless it's no. pet friendly. You cannot just assume you can walk into someone's house. You cannot go to a dinner party with a pet. And just, you know, these are things that you have to, to ask ahead of time. And, and oh, it's, yes, it's a, quite assumptive that we are at a point of doing that. We love our pets. We really do. A lot of people have allergies. That there are I mean, health issues. allergies alone. Right? Fear issues. There are yes. all kinds of things. So again, that's not an assumption that you can make. Oh, there's probably a lot more we could do. Modern day etiquette. We'll probably have to do another show on this. I think so. Colette, it's been very, very interesting. And one last question I have to ask. Sure. Can I re-gift? You can, and I have lots of suggestions for that, but just be discreet about it. Rewrap things. Don't give anything ready. Make sure it is an appropriate gift for that person. The queen does it. She gets lots of gifts. She re-gifts them. They go out to different charities and things. You can definitely do it, but be thoughtful in your re-gifting. And make sure you don't give the gift they gave you back. Absolutely. (laughs) It's been interesting. Thanks, Colette. You're welcome. It's been my pleasure.